Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our in-between third episode on where Mark Guides the Fallen has been. Uh, just a quick heads up, there might be a slight trigger warning for heavy themes of abuse and mental distress. I'm going to go off and we'll start, Mark. You're moving through the Umbra. You've been moving for, you're not sure, a couple hours, a couple days. It's very unclear as the twilight roads of the Umbra branch off, as you seem to walk through daylight, through night, across mountains, over oceans, until finally the paths start to slow down. And you find yourself in what can only be described as one of the, in a beautiful forest. The forest resonates with familiarity, though you've never seen it quite before. The trees are tall and the leaves broad. There are an endless stream of shadows as Helios hides behind the clouds, as always, in the daytime Umbra. Though Little Bear seems slightly on edge. Hmm. I'll, I'll keep my pace, kind of slow it down a little bit, and I'll turn my head down to Little Bear and... I'll ask him, what's, what's wrong, little one? You seem on edge. As I should. Don't you see it? You have to look beyond the obvious. Okay. Could I make a perception enigma roll? It will be perception occult. Ah, okay. Difficulty uh, seven, please. No problem. Two. It seems like a normal tree at first, but the further you look, you notice the small metallic-like spiders on it. The threads that make up the leaves and the bark. This is a weaver's nest. It's weavers masquerading as the wild in some ways. Though these are definitely tree spirits. The tree spirits have been warped and tainted, becoming more and more like the she-spider. Hmm, I see it now. Should we travel through? Or perhaps maybe we can find another way. As geometric shapes begin to form all around you, roaring out almost, as well as great spiders, there is at least seven or eight weaver spirits here. Hmm. I will switch to Krinos form. Alright, you switch to Krinos form as they start moving closer as bear, little bear is like, we should flee this place. Uh, I'll pick up little bear okay. and... I will do uh, as fast as a bipedal Krinos can run. <laughs> Which is pretty fast, as it turns awesome. out. Awesome. You start running, running. The landscape shifts more and more around you as you see the earth spirits twisting, the threads wrapping around them before they start to turn to black with streaks of yellow upon them. And still you run as the towers grow all around you as you find mm. yourself in a spider's nest. And there's even more weaver spirits all around as you hear the metallic screams and the words repeating disorder, disorder, end the disorder. As you see the geometric shape-like things starting to form all around, there's so many of them. As little bear starts to wiggle in your arms and tries to get out of your hands. Hmm. Is there a reflective surface nearby? There seems to be one as Little Bear drops down as he grows in size. He's almost as big as you and Krinos now. 
Oh, as you see right flames, now. and he just looks at you and goes, "Run! Get away from here!" Uh, okay. I'm gonna switch to Hamid form, and I'm gonna run into the reflection. Okay. Uh, before you see, do that, you see the spirits wrapping around little bear as you hear him scream out, and you see the threads wrapping around him as his body is partially merging with the cocoon all around. In his last death throes, he flings out a bit of strength as his energy bursts out, and you may now make a Gnosis roll. Difficulty 5, you gain one automatic success. Okay, so I already got one. Alright, so... Just a Gnosis? Just Gnosis to step sideways. Alright, and... Difficulty 5. Uh, one success. You have to stand there for five minutes focusing. Ooh. Would you like to spend a point of rage to make sh to stay in Krynos form in case they get a chance to hit you? Because uh. they will. They'll get they'll get to hit you, and you will not be able to use your. You won't be able to soak in Hamid because it'll That's be lethal. True. Uh, uh. Yeah, I'm gonna spend a rage. Okay, one is gonna be able to get an attack off on you before you get out. Okay, so... But you can't dodge, because you're too busy focusing on the uh, the mirror. I just gotta take the hit. Okay. Yep. But you do get to roll Soak. Yes. Alright, and Soak is... Just Krynos. Yep, just Stamina. Just Stamina. Krynos Stamina. Alright. Difficulty... Six. Six. Yep. Two successes. You're able to soak, and just in time, you're pulled through, and you slam down onto the ground in full Krynos. It's when you see around you several people stop. There are over ten people here, all carrying uh -huh. weapons. There's something odd about them. To try and discern what? it, you'll need to make a perception, perception empathy difficulty six. See right one the delirium is not affecting them hmm their weapons are pointing at me i imagine they are now um right. you get to roll initiative okay single All d10 right. which is roll a single d10 plus your dexterity plus your wits added together plus dexterity plus wits. 12 so I'm going to say five get to go before you. Okay. You are able to dodge, however. So five are going to shoot at you. What, what would you like to declare your action to be? I would like to cast jam weapon. Okay. That can jam one weapon at a time, I believe. Uh, if I remember correctly from a previous encounter, it was anything that was in the range of my howl. Okay. Let's double check. Please, please do definitely yeah. hold on let me let me get that page number for you sure so you roll your willpower against the difficulty the, um against the difficulty of the highest willpower of any of the armed individuals within earshot okay for each success all manufactured weapons do not function for one turn but you do have to spend a point of gnosis to use it nope no problem i do gain a range for entering combat yep and then i'll lose a gnosis for casting jam weapon yep. which for visual sake, it will be kind of uh, 
so when I came out of the reflection, did I like tumble and am I on the ground or did I like kind of jump out onto my legs? You're on all fours. Okay, I'm on all fours. Um, yeah, I noticed the delirium wasn't taking effect. They're all pointing guns at me now. Yeah. So for visual sake, I'm just going to like howl at them pretty much. Okay. Like, and, and that's the guess casting form of jam weapon. Okay, cool. Now we get to roll the first five. The other five are going to just simply unload on you. You know, okay. as, is, as is tradition. Yes, as is tradition. Part of me says these are Pentax people. The first one hits. Mark, you start to feel woozy. You will have a minus one for cumulative minus one penalty for four turns to your dexterity and wits rolls. Okay, so I'll just mark those off. All right. Uh, next one shoots at you. Same. So now it's a minus two. Tell me when your dexterity or wits reaches zero. Okay. Still going. Yep. And it's a hit. I lose dexterity. You feel yourself shaking. The room starts to blur. You feel your muscles like locking up. And as you collapse, you start to feel your body shifting back into Hamid. The last one's going to hit you for good measure. Yep. Double tap. This is more like quadruple tap at the moment. <laughs> Does that drop your wisdom down or your wits down also? Yes. And the room blanks out. You wake up. It's unclear how long it's been. Your skin feels numb all over, and you find it hard to move. You find it hard to open your eyes. As you hear a door open up, and you hear a young woman going, Hi, um, could I get your name, please? Uh, I'm just, there was someone who was attacking the area, and it looks like they got you. And so you're in the hospital now, and we want to know who you are so we can look for medical records. Hmm. It's difficult to focus. Uh, I'll lie there as if I didn't hear her. Sir, I, I, we really need your name. We don't want to give you anything you're allergic to. Please, you can trust me. I'll, I guess, in my state. I will mutter... That was her uh, expressions are all successes. Oh, okay. Do I need to roll... Well, you I'm feeling woozy. To, you'll need to roll wits at a minus three plus empathy. Difficulty six. You know what? I'll just let it pass. Okay. I'll ask, why should I trust you? Sir, I'm a doctor. Help me open my eyes so I can see you. She kind of opens your eyes. It's, she's almost a black blur, but you see the light turn on. She goes, pupils are starting to dilate. You must have taken a real knock to the head. It's frankly a wonder there's no damage to, to the tissue. I'll ask, where am I? You're in a hospital here in Boulder, Colorado. Okay. Not from Colorado, not really. And I'll say I'm not from Colorado. Oh, where are you from? And I'll say I'm from up north near Canada. Near Canada. She's starting to really endear herself to you. You're kind of getting 
glimmers of of her. She looks kind of young, but you can't really discern anything beyond that. Your skin still feels prickly, and she goes, Can I get a name? You, you don't have a... It doesn't look like you have a concussion. I'll say my name is Mark. Hi, Mark. My name is Dr. Jillian Appleton. <gasps> and we're here to help you. I'll say I, I hope so. You'll have your first session with me tomorrow. As the, the feeling starts to return to you and you feel something cold around your wrists. I want to see what's around my wrists. You can't. Your head, you can turn a little bit. As you start to, she goes, oh, these, I'm sorry. It's just people, sufferers of GLS tend to act very rashly. She lifts up the blanket and you see the silver handcuffs around your wrists. Ooh. I want to trust I'll... you, Mark. And I hope with time you can trust me and we won't need these anymore. I'll lay there and look at her and just kind of give just a silent consent, I guess. Okay. You get some rest, okay? We'll get some nutritional food in here soon. The nurses will feed you. It's just something we have to do with someone who suffers from your condition. Condition? It's always hardest to try and explain it. And you're so young, so you might even be just experiencing some of the symptoms. Uh, you suffer from what we like to call GLS-1H. It's a genetic mutation that is found in a very small percentage of the, hu the population. This genetic mutation also makes you prone to fits of anger and violence. Have you experienced anything like that before, Mark? Of course. Anybody okay. has. No, not the same, Mark. See, your normal is significantly higher than the rest of the population, and it makes you a danger to yourself and others, as you are able to gain incredible physical attributes, but at the expense of your self-control. And this causes you to become a murderer. I guess I'll have flashbacks of the campsite and whatever visions I had in the umbra of me slaughtering those campers and i'll just kind of turn away from her and i'll just just kind of try to ignore her <laughs> judging by how you acted i think you understand what i'm trying to say we'll have a session tomorrow we will try and get some family history and after that we would we're going to run some tests i'll just shake my head in agreement. Okay. Your cooperation is greatly appreciated, Mark. If you help us, we can help a whole slew of people. And we can prevent GLS from showing up in the population. And I will just say, I'm sure what you think you're doing, you think is right. And I can't fault you for that. And I'll just go silent. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow, Mark. As you lie there, you feel kind of the hunger pang starting to form just in time as a nurse shows up with this kind of nutritional gunk uh, going. As the nurse, he's just kind of there going, hey, 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 dinner time. What is that? 
basic nutrition's got your protein, your carbohydrates, your fat. I know it doesn't look appealing, but you know what? I add a little, little salt in for you as he whispers it to you, like pretending to whisper, just so it's got <laughs> the right amount of kick. You know what I'm saying? Let me guess. Tastes like chicken. Oh, no, you wish. Kind of like a mix between porridge and meatloaf, if I'm going to be honest with you. Open up. Okay. I'll hesitantly but slowly open my mouth. That was the perfect description of what this tasted like. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to hold it down, and I'll make sure to visibly go, oh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I hear you, man. Look, it's then, it's to help with the tests. They want you to be functioning, functioning, functioning optimally. Could I maybe get some water? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. As he gets you a glass, here you go, man. As he kind of uh, gets it to your lips and. Thank you. I'll take some sips. No, smack my lips a bit. What's your name? Uh, I'm Trevor. That's. Nice to meet you, Trevor. I... My name's Mark. Nice to meet you, Mark. So, have you done work with a doctor before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've... Uh, DNA's been specializing in uh, people who've been suffering from GLS. Mm, I find this really funny. What? I remember, I remember when I was younger, I wanted to become an EMT. Hey. There's still time. These guys do amazing work. Cutting edge on biotechnology and genetic engineering. Hmm. I'd imagine so. So are you a are you a nurse or are you a tech? I'm a nurse. Mm. I always like the I always like the personal touch. Okay, I appreciate that. Tell me, can you can you reveal anything about the tests tomorrow? I know that they're gonna do a biopsy. Usually it hurts, but from what I understand, people with GLS are able to patch up pretty quick. Mm, definitely a perk. Tell me, so what brought you to work here? I wanted to help people. This is the best way. Mm, I want to help people too. Cool. Then mm. just work with just work with Dr. Appleton, and you're going to help a lot of people out. Once they figure out the GLS problem, DNA is go going to have so much genetic stuff, they'll be able to cure, you know, sickle cell anemia, all kinds mm. of birth defects, mm. autoimmune disorders. Is there any way, like, hmm, is there any way I could do, like, like a perception enigma or an intelligent enigma to try to get like a feel of the place like through just audio because we're just talking not really that okay. seems like a stretch all right because i'd imagine my vision is still pretty blurry yeah it's starting to come back though okay uh, seems I like get... a nice guy he he's he's fairly tall not nearly as tall as you but he he so, seems almost looming simply because of you know, the position of you on the bed. Mm. He's got dusty brown hair, kind kind blue eyes, and a clean-shaven look. Pretty broad shoulder, mm. too. Looks like he works out on occasion. Mm. Well, 
Thank you very much, Trevor. Yeah, hey, I got other patients, okay? No, no problem. Hey, are back. There... Oh, go ahead. Is it is it just you as a nurse, or are there any others? No, we've, we've got several others. Hmm. Well, I'm sure it would be nice to meet them, and I definitely want to prove that this is under control. Okay. As he kind of takes his tray, he smiles at you, starts heading out. I'll just kind of give like a, like a, like a snort laugh, like a, and kind of smile and just sit there. And I want to, I want to give a good look around of my room and uh, how I'm strapped to the bed. Sure. You finally get a good look in the room. You notice that the handcuffs are fairly tight, which means that that if you shift, your bones are going to grow into the edges of the silver. Okay. There's what a, are the handcuffs attached to? They're attached to the bed, which is a single solid piece. Okay. Above you are security cameras. There's at least four. Looking around, you then notice that there are no windows. There is no mirror. The toilet... <laughs> this this all sounds familiar, just from work. <laughs> <laughs> there is no mirror. There is a sink, but you do notice that the sink is purpose is using material that perfe- purposefully does not cast a reflection. Mm, there is okay. a toilet in the corner. You are likely going to assume the same, though beneath you right now is a bedpan for the night. Okay. Looking over, there is a two-way glass with silver razor mesh in between the two panels of bulletproof glass and it is small so it would be so a crinos could not crawl out of it okay the door seems to be made of reinforced steel if not titanium alloy it is electronic and slides in and out of the walls which means that there are no weak point hinges What you can gather from this is that these people are experts in containing Krinos. Hmm. Containing Krinos. Or werewolves in general. Werewolves in general. I mean, given that they have purposefully obfuscated all reflective surfaces. Definitely. Hmm. In Um... fact, you even notice that the light is a specific kind of like dimish light so that it does not allow you to cast a reflection in the glass. Ah, clever. Dang it. Dang it. Ah. And well, even shoot. If, and even if you tried, this is going to be a hard place to step sideways out of. There's yeah. so much technology here. The gauntlet is thick. The only reason you were able to slip away so easily last time is because bear gave so much of its life energy to let you pass through okay so hmm all right so when it comes to communing with spirits Mm -hmm. does there need to be an actual verbation of my words or could it be mental it has to be verbation that does make sense it is spirit speech, not spirit mm-hmm. thought. Not spirit thought. Yeah, and so. it's the ability to hear their vocalizations. Okay. Hmm. 
On top uh-huh. of that, you'd have to try and draw them through this side of the gauntlet. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, let me give a look here. Yeah, it kind of just seems like I got to play. I got to play nice. Looks that way. Yeah, appears that way. As of now, it's still night one. All right, we'll just get some sleep. I will try to ponder upon better things. The Great Lake Superior home, my pack. Okay. You spend some time thinking. You think of home. You sleep for a little bit. That kind of thing. When the next morning comes, it's a different nurse. Two nurses, actually. Going, patient 23, your food is Um, here. Please lift your head. Oh, okay. I'll lift my head. Open your mouth, please. Will do. And I'll just open my mouth. As she starts spooning in the the nutritional mush. Mm. Uh, I see the chef's seasoning isn't on this on this batch this time. That is correct. We don't want to bring your salt too high. That's bad for your heart heart rate for the tests. Oh, that certainly does make sense. Don't want too much sodium. Correct. And I'll just continue to eat. Is there a reason why you call me patient twenty four? I've given my name. Yes, I'm trying to keep a professional. Patient 24. Ah. Oh, no. That makes sense. I remember reading something about that in some medical book back in school. I'm glad you understand. All right, let's go. The guards will be in to take you into your meeting room. Please do not resist. I am here to inform you that they are armed with... with the darts that will tranquilize you, but if they have to, they will use lethal force to prevent an escape. They are equipped with silver nitrate bullets as a last resort. If you kill anyone, all security will be informed thanks to the security cameras, and it will be to put you down on site. Do you understand? Hmm. I do. Thank you for telling me. It is better that you are informed so that you don't try and escape now. Mm, well, I'm in no position to fight, but I am in a position to talk. All right. As she turns away cold and goes, come on, let's go. See, that's how right. you have to, as you just hear her in the distance, that's how you have to talk to them. They'll try and get under your skin and try and convince you that they're human, but I have seen them rip the arms off of a security guard before. And I'll just stand up. I'd imagine I have my silver cuffs on. Yeah, so you're sitting up, kind of. Okay. Uh, so, how tall are these security guards? These security guards come in. They're about six. One is about 5'11". The other one's about six foot. Okay. Still nice to know I tower over people. I like that. <laughs> uh, so, am I, I guess I, I imagine I'm wearing, like, scrubs. Some sort yep. of, like, patient scrubs. You are wearing scrubs. I'm surprised I find some that fit. (laughs) And I'll just stand up and I'll go lead the way, gentlemen. Patient 24, as they unlock you from the bed and as the door slides open, you start moving through as you see several windows here. Most of them are not illuminated, but two do have lights on. It seems like you're not the only one here. While we're walking, I want to try to just not really evidently look in, but just kind of 
see if I can just catch a peek with my eye. Just okay. a quick flick. Let's do a perception larceny, since you're trying to be subtle about it. Yep. All right, perception. So we're only going to do... Of all the things, larceny. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely threw me for, through a loop. So nice. Awesome. So I got nothing in larceny. So it's going to have to be three for perception. And then what's the difficulty? Uh, six. Difficulty six. Alrighty. Gaia, be with me. Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> no. No. It looks like Cora is here. Ooh. Mm. Okay. I'm a mom, given that this is a botched roll. Yeah. Pretty much. It is a botched roll. Yep. I'm going to stay calm. It's a botched roll. I'm going to... I'm going to get nervous and anxious, but... I'm going to repeat to myself mentally, I didn't get a good look. It could have been anybody. I was just thinking about them last night. Kind of stuff like that. So they take you into a small little convenient room as they put you down and they handcuff you down to the table. The doctor will be here in momentarily. And I'll just nod my head. After only a few minutes of waiting, the doctor appears with two guards, each one carrying a gun. She sits down with a file. Hi, Mark. Oh, Dr. Applegate it was? Appleton? Appleton. I apologize. Of course, that's perfectly fine. Mark, I have another question for you. Mm. If you don't mind. Do you have a surname we can use? Our first name is fine, but we still need to get into your medical records. Hmm. Well, of course. Bishop. Mark Bishop. Perfect, Mark so it's time to go through some of our standard questions okay okay different from last night yes i'm trying to build a family history there are lots of there are more people who are what we call carriers and we'd like to identify them because if we can also perform gene therapy on the carriers then those who express the disease such as yourself will no longer be born Hmm. Well, I don't know much about my biological parents. See, I was adopted. Okay. Who who were your adoptive parents then? Uh, Catherine Bishop and Frank Bishop. All right, Catherine and Frank Bishop. Do you know what adoption agency they went through? Mm, well, quite frankly, they didn't really talk about it. Okay. They uh they told me I was adopted and it was a willing thing, just they told me my folks couldn't afford me anymore, so... That's always difficult to hear, but it sounds like you took it quite well. Hmm. I, I tried. This is going to be another tough question, Mark. Are your parents still alive? I don't know. No, your, adopt, your adopted parents. Hmm. Oh. Oh, I see what you mean. Uh, I've been traveling, honestly, by myself. I've had some other kin and... Uh, friends of the family take me in. Kin? What do you mean by kin? I've heard that term used before. Oh, it's... It's something we use up in, uh, up north. Oh, of course. Uh, the reason I was asking is because we do know that some sufferers of GLS have, for a better, lack of better words, went berserk and murdered their family. 
I will put my hands down. Well, my hands have been down, pretty much. I'll look around the room, I guess. Okay. Like, not not like a long scene of me looking around the room, but just like a, a gauge. Mm-hmm. That, uh, I'm sorry, Mark, did that trip a nerve? You s- seem to know more than you're letting on, Doctor. I just know a little bit. These are trends that we have found on our subjects. Hmm. Well, if it's a trend, then there's always exceptions to trends. Exactly, which is why we ask every single patient we get. We want to make sure that this feels personal. We want you to know that we care about your treatment and how to make you feel better. Well, my adoptive parents didn't really talk much about my old folks, I guess. So they always kind of kept me in the dark about it. Always just kept me out in the field. Every time I I try to ask, I just get dodgy question. So would you say then that your adopted parents knew who your real parents were? And more importantly, that your real parents were sufferers of GLS? Could be. Okay. Again, I'm only 15. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. You're a young boy. So, what state were your adopted parents in then? You said up north. Can can we get more specific? Okay, pause. Okay. Shit. Shit. Shit, shit. (laughs) Shit, shit. Shit. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Well, since I got handed off between family members a bunch, I, uh... Kind of did a lot of traveling north, kind of up in Canada, Minnesota, Wisconsin region, sometimes Michigan. And okay. no traveling boy, pretty much. That's good. That's good. We've got states now. Can you tell me what towns in Canada, Wisconsin, Michigan? She gives a sweet smile. Hmm. Okay, so for... I'd imagine I would have imagined that Mark might have gotten some like initiates get some sort of like training or something about yes ways to give them the answers and let them hear what they want to hear, but not truly give them the answer. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. What do I need? Like, cause I'd imagine that like there's like fake town names or something, or like little podunk towns that yeah, probably let's wouldn't do- even. Let's do intelligence enigmas okay. to craft to craft your little riddle. Okay. Difficulty six. Okay. Guy, be with me. Guy is <laughs> with you. Thank you, Mark. That's that's very helpful. Do you mind if we shift gears a little bit? Oh, of course not. Like, like I made a comment before. Uh, I'm not really in a position to fight, but I am in a position to talk. <laughs> It's a good way of thinking about it, Mark. This is going to be a tough one. And understand that I understand that you could get emotional, but try and relax. Otherwise, these men may have to act. Do you understand me? I understand. Good. Have you ever murdered someone? Flashbacks of the campsite happened once again. Visions of the Umbra mixing with the reality that occurred. My pack visions of the pack pointing and uh, angrily screaming at me stuff like that 
from the Umbra can't tell the difference. And I guess I kind of increase, kind of take a big deep breath and kind of hold it in a bit and let it out. And I say, it would be difficult to tell you no. Can I take that as a yes then? I have murdered, yes. Many sufferers have. It's why we want to cure you. Hmm. Well, that's a discussion for a different time. Why a different time? Like I said, I'm in a position to talk. Then talk. And why is that a discussion get- for a different time? Why? I understand avoiding your murders is a defense mechanism to come to grips with the fact that your disease has hurt other people, but not necessarily hurt you. Is that what it is? Mark will kind of just put his elbows on the table and just kind of put his forehead on one palm, kind of, kind of, you know, resting his head on one up, upright arm, the other just resting on the, uh... Actually, no, I can't do that because I'm cuffed, aren't I? Yeah. Alright, I'm cuffed. So, I'll just kind of lean in a bit and just kind of put put a good chunk of my upper torso weight on the table, I guess, to try to try to relax, I guess. Okay. And then I'll just let out a sigh and go, definitely a con of what I've been given. It's understandable that it's frightening when something like this loses control. Yes. But now that's the next question. Mark, have you ever killed someone even while you were fully in control? Have I? Uh, you have De- killed Pentex people. I have killed Pentex people. Yes, during my rites. And when you first met the group. And when I first met the group, yep. Have you, Mark? To say that's murder when they were coming after me. Were they coming after you because you were a tall, monstrous creature releasing pheromones that make people lose their minds? Hmm. You seem to be quite good at rationalizing your choice in murder. You certainly have me in a corner. Did your adoptive parents teach you that murder was alright? Or were you taken in by... It is... Go ahead. There is no fault to think that it was murder in some aspects. In some aspects. Once again, you're deflecting, Mark. You murdered people. You murdered people using your disease, and whatever it was, your adoptive parents or other GLS sufferers had taught you that murder is all right. Can you see why this disease is so dangerous? Not only does it affect your body and make your anger uncontrollable, it makes you think it's okay to kill people because you have the physical strength to do so. I don't think it's okay to kill people. Then why did you choose to kill them? Would you not want to defend yourself? You have such strength. Why didn't you run? I know that you can turn into a wolf, Mark, and a wolf runs quite quickly and it can hide. Why did you choose to become that monstrous form and murder people? Could you ask me other questions, please? Why do you think it's okay to murder people, Mark? Certainly not okay to murder someone. 
But then again... Dang, I was not prepared for this. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! Need more coffee. Because this is like this freaking... Don't break the fucking veil! Like, shit like that. But this is kind of like that... I think we're stumbling upon, like, a Children of Gaia conundrum. <laughs> like, it's... This person is very understanding. This person has clearly been studying this for a long time. Like, there's a rationale to this. She knows what I am. Clearly. But the question is, does she know why I am? You'll have to feel that one out on your own. Yeah, it's kind of like somewhere in the back room there's like a judge of doom. You've backed me in a corner. I want an answer. Doctor. Even if you're in the corner, I want an answer, Mark. Why do you think it's okay to murder people? You have said that murder is not okay, yet you- and you have the power to flee from those who would do you harm. I have seen how strong the hybrid form is. Why do you think it is alright to murder people, even if you claim it's in self-defense, when you, Mark Bishop, have the power to escape? I'll just take my arms from the table, place them in my lap, and I'll sit up straight in the chair that I was provided. And I'll go and I'll say, of course I don't think killing people is okay. Of course I don't. But, doctor, say you only know a little. Well, it's just gonna have to stay that way. Then I'm afraid you're going to have to stay here for a lot longer. I'm gonna take you back to your room now. We'll of start course. lab tests soon after. We'll have another session in three days. Okay. No problem, doctor. And I'll just place my hands on the table just passively like I'm ready to go. Okay. I'll see you in three days, Mark. So you're taken back to your room. When they take you in for the tests, they place the anesthetic on your face, but you still feel it, the drill kind of going in as they hold you there and they go bone marrow now actually we're curious as they start to like electroshock you a couple times to provoke a reaction could i get a rage roll certainly now remind me how these work again because something about roll succeeding sucks <laughs> yeah in a frenzy roll so i need you to roll either permanent or temporary whichever is higher these extra electroshocks have given you an extra point of rage Okay. Uh, it would be my permanent, which only is four. Okay, that's enough. And I'm going to check what the moon phase is, because that will determine your difficulty. Difficulty <laughs> five, please. Difficulty five, okay. <sighs> Guy be with me. One. You just get a twitch and a little frenzy-ish, but you're able to control it as your legs kind of beef out. To elaborate real quick, before you quickly change back, you feel the needle going directly into your bone marrow and pulling. Okay. The pain is excruciating, and you can gain another point of rage. Can I gain? Can I use temporary willpower to pretty much try to get me into a cathartic state? I guess. How do you mean? Like, have you ever heard of those procedures of? instead of using anesthetic because they're allergic to all kinds of various forms of anesthetic and they have to use, like, hypnosis. Mm-hmm. 
Um, no, but I will allow you to do a wits enigmas roll, difficulty eight for every success you roll, only on the one, one time, you will add to the difficulty of your frenzy roll. Okay. So, pretty much I'm trying to avoid gaining rage. Yeah. Well, this will make the frenzying more difficult, but the rage is an emotional spike. It's almost impossible not to get rage. Okay. So, but this will make the frenzying harder. Okay, I would... So, I can't spend a willpower. No, but what you can do is spend a... Like I said, make a Wits Enigmas roll to make the frenzy roll more difficult. Okay, cool. Just uh, trying yeah. to explore options here. Uh, oh, that's like, fair. I, I stare at the I stare at the sheet sometimes, and I'm like, "Oh, those two together make sense. Oh, those two together okay. make sense." No, that's fair. Y- y- you know what I mean? But you can spend a point of willpower to gain an automatic success on this roll. I would like to do that. Okay, do that, and then make the roll. Okay. So control V, wits enigmas, which seven dice. Difficulty, difficulty eight. Difficulty eight. I get one success already, so it's already plus one. Can I add plus one to the ten? No. Oh, yeah, okay. you can. You can do that, okay. I believe. Okay. I think that works. Plus, we'll find out. Yeah. Plus one. Four successes. Four successes. Yep. So that'd be plus four. So it's difficulty nine to frenzy. Okay. So basically impossible. They kind of awesome pull up and they go all right that was that was good mark it was good i'm going to take you back to your room okay uh do i see who it is is it like trevor is it the nurse that uh no these are these are uh the same kind of guards and you see a tech behind it's a different doctor okay who who's closest to me the security guards the security guards so like how close? Cause like it it I, I'm not I'm not trying to get like physical. I'm not trying to do something. It's kind of like uh, like you know oh hey good job and it's like uh like you know hey thanks like hey like what are your names like are you the same security guards that have been like dragging me around? Got it. And these are like the same. Yeah, these are the same ones. They're about two feet away from you. Okay, and it's like I and I'll and I'll go. It's understandable if you can't answer me. But could I at least get your first names? Sorry, kid. As the one starts to unstrap you, rather not. No, no problem. Uh, I'll turn to the big one, and I'll go. I'll call you big, and then I'll turn to you. I'll turn to the other one that's not so big, and I'll turn to him and go. I'll call you big number two. Sure. Let's go back to your room. Okay, big number two. The cycle continues as you're brought into another day. You're held in a tank with an oxygen mask on as they're holding you there, as they seem to be trying to provoke something, as your skin feels almost itchy Okay. in this liquid. As you actually see the fur of a full crinus form on your arms, though nothing else, as you see them doing research and seeming to be taking samples of you. Okay. Oh, uh, quick question. Did I get a rage from the last one? Yes. Alrighty, cool. Awesome. Well, not awesome, but... Yeah. Numbers are sorted. Awesome. Your arms are full crinos fur with no crinos muscle as the fur kind of spreads all over you. Okay. As you see them, like, 
As you see the doctors looking and typing away, you see them taking notes as you see the sheer fascination on their faces. Hmm. Okay, so let's see here. Because I'm definitely, like, another thing I'm trying to demonstrate, shoot, I should have just told you this too. Mm -hmm. Another thing I'm trying to demonstrate is that, like, you know, Mark is definitely trying to be children of Gaia right now. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, I guess the way I need to make some sort of connection with these people is I gotta play guinea pig. Like, I gotta just talk with them. Mm -hmm. Like, and uh, I'm not trying to demonstrate I'm human. It's just I'm trying to demonstrate that, like, I, like there are some amongst us that, like, you clearly know there are many of us, but you know, but there are those amongst us that don't want to rage out, mm -hmm. that don't want to murder. Yeah, that that actually want to talk and get some sort of common ground going. You definitely are hitting really it off more that. with uh, with Trevor then, as he talks to you every day when he's giving you dinner. Okay, so I'll just give him like you know vague descriptions and like really vague and not really giving stories about where I'm from. Okay, as he's like you know with that you know kind of stuff like that. Yeah, as he's like, that's cool, man. That's cool. Hey. You're doing great, though. You're one of the easiest patients I've ever had. And I'll kind of turn to him and I'll go, Well, kind of seems like you all have dealt with uh, patients like me. And, well, it seems you guys have all kinds of precautions. And I kind of wave. Well, try to wave. And I'll kind of like, I, I'd imagine I'm in handcuffs. Mm -hmm. And am I back in my room? You're back in your room, actually. He's able to slide it through the door, and he's talking you through the glass now. Mm, okay. And I just kind of, not like forcefully, but just kind of motion that I'm motioning to the room with as much movement as I can with the mm -hmm. handcuffs. And I go, it seems that you all have precautions for them frenzying, going berserk, as you guys have said. Yeah, there's those who go berserk. We also have other security measures as we've had a few try and take their own lives. Ah, uh, of course. Well, I'm here to show that some of us want to talk. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally cool with you talking, man. You talking will help us cure this disease. You're not like the mm. other ones who are delusional. Mm, well... I know this is something you would have to tell your doctor, of course, uh, Appleton, but I don't see it as a disease. You may want to tell her that yourself. She usually has an answer. She had that answer for another guy. Uh, actually, over there, patient uh, 21. Hmm. Well, it's nice to know at least I'm not alone here. Well, I'm not alone. You guys have been here. And you just kind of, I, I just kind of like smile at Trevor. He smiles like, back at you and he goes, you're a really cool kid, Mark. Really cool kid. I really hope that they, they help you out. A kid like you, with an attitude like this, man, you can go far in this world. You can go real well, far in this world. Just without this holding you back, you know? Well, I just want to show you guys that there can be cooperation. And I hope to show you guys that maybe it doesn't need to go away. Sorry, man. I get I get what you're trying to say. I get the appeal of it. I do. Like, 
Not being able, not getting hurt from bullets seems pretty nice, but. Oh, trust me. And I kind of put my hands up and I go, I know I'm not human. Mark, don't be silly. You're human. You just have, you're just suffering from a genetic defect. Mm -hmm. Trevor, yeah. you're cool. Thanks so much. Yeah, sure. Look, don't ever convince yourself you're not human, all right? That's the first step to doing some real evil shit. Oh, trust me. I try not to do evil. Just remember you're human, bud. All right? You're just like me. You bleed like me. You just have something something funky with your DNA. <laughs> and I'll just kind of give a another kind of snort laugh and just a smile, and I'll just kind of close my eyes and kind of be enveloped by the light, I guess. Okay. It's your next session with Dr. Appleton. Uh, could I get some water? Sure, Mark. We'll, we'll get you some water in just a few, okay? After the session. Oh. We don't want to... We want to make sure that you're well-supervised while drinking. You understand? Oh, of course. Anyway. Trevor tells me that you don't think you're human. Do you want to explain? Hmm. I guess I could answer that with a question. Would you mind? Sure. I'm... I would glad... Gladly try and answer your question. And I'll look at her, and I'll look at the two security guards, big, big number two. Not in non-threatening, not in a... It's just inquisitive. Mm-hmm. What makes you think I am human? DNA tests. We've run them. You're, you have human DNA. We've also seen that when you're knocked out, you revert to a human form. And is that all you know? It's all we really need to know. We, we, we've gained some genetic clues on where GLS comes from, but we're still doing more research. We also know that GLS is the reason for the werewolf myth. So the myths pointed to a kind of truth. Mark has memories of the time they traveled to the wizard's dimension pretty much okay and thinking of all the crazy werewolf stuff that happened all the crazy magical stuff that happens it's kind of the reaffirmation that like oh doctor you just don't know <laughs> i think i know and, quite like I, like i don't i don't say that oh, okay. i don't I don't, I, I don't say that yeah yeah i need to specify i don't say that that's kind of like the thought he has okay. he's just kind of and he just kind of sniffs, and he, and he uh, says, Certainly a lot of myths have a basis in reality. And so, that's what we know about you and GLS. Hmm. Why do you think you're not human? I'll kind of lean back, think, and say, Perhaps maybe a too absolute of a statement. Clearly. As you've told me, I have human DNA. Let me ask something else. We've observed that sufferers from GLS from field experiments court humans. If you can breed with humans, scientifically, that means you're human. Hmm. That's True. how biology works. It is. It certainly is. But 
You say this is an explanation for werewolf myth. Well, if it's been going so far back this long, wouldn't it be more correct to say that we are other humans? No, not at all. Throughout human history, those who suffered from terrible diseases thought of themselves as different. Lepers thought the same things about themselves. Mark, I don't know what these kin, as you put it, of yours said, or if you met any other GLS recipients. I will assume you know other sufferers, as you all seem to move around in groups, but there is nothing special about you. You have a disease. That's it. That is not special. That is an accident of biology and of random mutation. Mm. There is nothing mythical about you. You are a person who has been forced delusions by people who should know better. I can't blame you because you are young and you were fed this, excuse my language, frankly, bullshit since you were a child. Can I give, can I get a perception occult role? Four. There's something about this doctor. You can do that. Cause Mark is mentally taking note of how many times she's playing her hand. All right, difficulty. Go seven. All right. You're not really picking up anything supernatural from her. And what she's saying seem like attempted scientific explanations of what little Garu culture she's been told. Certainly there, as you said, groups of us. You've observed this. You cannot be denied. Many of us come from many different backgrounds, from many different teachings and upbringings. And certainly I am not absolved from fault here, as our previous conversation, Doctor. But from what I was taught, and what I mourn from breaking, from taking the lives from those people, is that I should do no harm to any creature on this planet. No harm. No harm. And how do you rationalize that with what you admit is murder by choice? Again, this is something you have to know little about. I'm trying to learn. Make me understand. I sit here now desperately wanting to tell you. And I'll kind of lean in passively, non-threateningly, but I just can't. Why can't you? Are you afraid? Are you afraid of what the others will do? Do you understand how crazy that sounds? It's not what the others I'm afraid of, for I f do not fear what they will do. It's what I'm afraid you will do. What are you afraid I'll do? You know very little. You understand very little. I want to tell you, but it can't be here. Why can't it be here? Again, best that you know little. Oh, Mark. I wish you... I could convey 
how absolutely disappointed I am to hear that and how much it hurts me to do our next recommendation. Know that I don't take any pleasure in this, but our research is more important than your comfort. And I genuinely hope that you will find it in your heart to forgive me. Gentlemen, take him back to his room. We'll schedule him for experiment 35A, please. I will, as I'm standing up and passing by, I will kind of pause. Hopefully the guards will notice. I just want to give a passing statement to the doctor. Okay. And allow me such. They do. And I go, you are only doing what you feel is right. What you think is right. And that's for the benefit of mankind. And that is admirable. You must do what you have to do. And so must I. I understand, patient 24. Ah, so there, the disconnect. All right, let's go back. You go back and she goes, as you're getting into your room, she taps in the glass. We'll have another session in five days. I hope you find yourself more open to conversation, 24. And so the next day, you are brought into a room. The glass is triple panel thick with bulletproof glass. This is the kind of stuff that they put in bomb shelters. Okay. The metal floor, graded floor is there and there are vents all around. You see several scientists there with notepads at the ready as you see computers all around and there are electrodes that have been placed on your body. You see Trevor there who he looks in, he sees that it's you, he looks incredibly disappointed and he turns and walks away. I will just inhale, just take a deep breath, calm the nerves, calm the natural anxiety. As you hear a hiss as they vent in gas. And I just repeat a mantra in my head. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. You continue that mantra, but does it help? You're not sure. Roll stamina primal urge, please. Difficulty six. Stamina primal urge, difficulty six. Two. Your left arm turns to that of a Krinos. Roll, pri roll stamina primal urge, difficulty six. Two. Your right arm turns to that of a Krinos against your will. It feels like your body's rebelling against you. Roll it again. One. Your left leg turns to that of Glabros. You feel the muscles expand in your leg, but you feel off, off kilter. One more time, or another time. Three. Your right leg turns to that of a Hispo leg. As you are completely off kilter, you have to fall onto all fours to keep yourself up. Your body feels like an amalgamation. You feel like a puzzle. Roll it again. Three. Your torso turns to that of a hispo as you feel the body crunching along. The, your shoulder joint doesn't feel right as the shoulder position of the hispo meets the shoulder position of the crinos as they're both trying to come together as you feel the sinews and muscles and bones breaking and reforming to make sense of this new body. Roll one more time, please. Five. Your head turns to that of a wolf. 
and is the size of your wolf head as your whole body is mis mismatched and in pain. It feels as you see the electrodes taking in your data as your muscles are trying to contort back to your natural state, but they can't. The gas isn't letting you. Your body is rebelling. It's like you're having an out-of-body experience while still experiencing every single twitch, every single pain, every single monstrous rebellion of your body. Hmm. I want... Dang. Rounded. We're surrounded by weaver shit. I could speak to spirits. I am an amalgamation of practically all the forms right now. Yeah, you are. In fact, the only part that's not represented is Hamid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what to do? In your confusion, your left arm turns into a glabro arm as you're now once again off kilter. I need you to do dexterity, which we okay. will use your Krinos dexterity. Difficulty okay. eight to keep yourself upright. Okay. One. You're able to keep yourself up as you look around and you see them all taking notes. You see the flashes of the cameras turning on as they take every single moment in for their experiments. You feel an itch on your cheek, your right cheek. Mark is going to sit down. You sit down as it continues to itch. Your vision grows. There's no good way of saying it wider while you can see only in a few colors in wolf with your wolf eyes to your right you get the full color spectrum of your human eyes hmm. as you look over at one of the screens you actually see a human face forming on the right side of your head as you have three eyes as it's your human face gaping and screaming out pretty much what i want to portray is that I'm not fighting the transformations. I'm just trying to not lose control. Okay. We will give you, since you steeled yourself so well last time, only two will drop. So you will have to make a difficulty eight frenzy roll, please. Okay. Let's see. So that's my permanent rage as the dice pool up against that difficulty. Yep. Okay. If you get four successes, you frenzy. Difficulty eight, one. No, no frenzy, but you do feel anger, like deep-seated anger boiling in your chest as you keep it under control. The gas stops and you have full control of your body again as your body tingles, as it starts to shift slowly back into Hamid form. As, we, as it slowly shifts into Hamid form, I kind of want to just crawl into a laying position and just kind of sprawl out as much as much as I comfortably can. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I will just have heavy pants of just... I'm pretty sure my body is absolutely racked in pain right now. Oh, yes. Yes. You are at a minus three die penalty on all physical attributes except soak rolls from the sheer pain. Can I get a perception alertness? Difficulty six, please. Ugh. No botch, though. You don't hear anything no. as the door opens. They handcuff you, and they halfway drag you back to your room. You're brought into that room the next day. They fill it up with the same sort of gas, but now you notice something differently. 
one of the electrodes on your body is sending electrical pulses through your arm. And you see that your arm is consistently turning into a glabro arm. Constantly, like consistently? Kind yeah. of human glabro, human glabro. No, like it shifts from human to glabro as the gas is coming in, though you feel it wanting to stretch out into a different form. Mm, okay. Once again, your body is racked with pain. Constant pain over and over again. This exact experiment happens every day for the next five days. All five of those days, Marcus pretty much kind of have his arm extended out that has the electrode on it. Uh-huh. And he's going to be sitting kind of like... And on different days, different electrodes go off to seem, that seem to be containing your transformation. Okay. Like, I guess what it is, is Mark is trying to give, like, like a compliant power stance. Like, he's trying to focus, try, trying to, like, you know, make sure the pain doesn't get to him. Mm-hmm. As you're leaving, Cut. you overhear one of the scientists going, This one is very good. This one might be the breakthrough we asked for. Thank, thank everything that he's compliant. We might actually find a cure. One day, you're not taken into the gas chamber. You're taken back into Dr. Appleton's discussion room. Welcome back, 24. Doctor? How are you feeling? Mm, like I've been put through a hay baler. <laughs> I know, and I am sorry, but we have learned a lot. Most subjects try and resist to the best of their abilities, and so it actually muddles up our data. We're getting so much pure data from you. Even though you're not cooperative here, I am very thankful that you're cooperative there. We're going to continue to work. We're, we, we might actually find the genes that turn on shape-shifting. Isn't that exciting? I'll kind of give a It's like, yeah, exciting. Very confused, just physically tired, mentally tired. Not un not really like losing judgment, not really grasping consequences. Kind kind of oh mm -hmm. okay, that's cool, you know. All right, Mark. Are you ready to Are you ready to talk a little more? I know you're tired, but this is important, and it is going to be very helpful to make sure that we can finally get you out of that room. I'll try, Doctor. But please keep in mind things I can't tell you. Do you know where other GLS sufferers congregate? Congregate. Come together? We all congregate. I know. On Mother Earth. <laughs> Mother With Earth. With Gaia. Oh, Gaia. Is that what they taught you? I don't know. Yeah. Tell me about Gaia. She is everywhere. She is in me. She is in you. So Doctor. she's so she's like God or Jesus. Huh. Simply, if it were to just be a simple bullet point, hmm. yeah, I guess, just more tangible. More tangible. Well, I don't know about a spirit that lives through all of us or a Gaia that lives in me. I do know that the earth exists, that it is uh, a floating piece of rock that has the conditions 
just right for life to evolve. Ah, oh, yes. Life. Glorious life. I kind of slump my head a little bit. Just smile. What's... What do you find amusing by the word life today, Mark? It's... It's something I want to proliferate. Well, you're young. Something, something that... It's amazing how there's all these systems that run the world. And the only issue is that there isn't limitless resources. That's true. Though, science is definitely making us stretch out those resources. Hmm. Yes. Perhaps maybe even bring those resources back to a natural state of renewal. Oh yes, I'm a big proponent of renewal energy myself. Hmm. Doctor, I'm glad we can agree on this. <laughs> I'm also a fan of some scientists up in Canada. They're able to pull carbon directly from the atmosphere and recreate gas so that we can keep the carbon at the same levels as they've been. Oh, that's wonderful. It's so great to see life trying to beget life. Oh, I don't know about that. Science just sees a problem and it solves it. I don't know if True. there's anything more more to it that than that. It's just people who are motivated to fix problems fix problems. I'll look at the doctor. I'll raise my eyes and I'll just make eye contact with the doctor and I'll go, this job requires you to be a very rational person, doesn't it? Yes, but I've always thought of myself as a very rational person. Have you ever given thought to good emotion and spirit? Well, I've experienced plenty of good emotion, but I've never put much stock in anything like spirit. Have you ever just taken a walk and just felt you were right where you needed to be? Hmm. No, I don't know about that. I've had plenty of beautiful nature walks. It's one of the appeals of the office being here in Boulder. But thinking that I was exactly where I needed to be, I don't think so. I've always thought that I needed to move forward. If someone stagnates, nothing gets better, nothing continues. What we should be striving for is making everything more efficient. And so I've never actually felt that way. I guess the closest thing I felt is at this position, but that's simply because it allows me to move the human race forward. When have you felt that way, 24? I'll kind of look up nostalgically and I'll think of the vast umbral planes, the multitude of colors, the visualizations of colors that are impossible to describe, the feeling of controlled chaos. Mark says, there's a place that I've gone to that is almost divine. Certainly place... beautiful. Does this place have a name? I couldn't rightly tell you. That sounds probably like it just some high. probably right. just some forest somewhere in some national park I've been to. And, and I hope you understand I didn't say anything about the Umbra, right? Yeah, I, no. I was yeah, just, yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like that that I it's like, wait, why can I hear myself? Oh no, I'm talking out loud. No. <laughs> it sounds lovely. And it sounds mm. like it 
made you feel at peace, which is good. I know that many GLS sufferers rarely find moments of peace. They're always so angry. Uh, Even I can feel the anger radiating, radiating off of you, Mark. It doesn't bother certainly, me. Certainly is an unpleasant side effect, but considering you're an expert in this, I'd imagine you're used to it. I am. Uh, the drugs also I'm help prevent the pheromones from getting to me. Hmm. Well, trust me. There's some of us that want to talk. There's some of us that don't want this curse of rage anymore. But we want to keep our gift. Why? Mm. For life. What kind of life? We've already covered that you you become murderers when you take on this, when this disease expresses itself. So I've been taught I need to help everybody. How are you going to help people by murdering, murdering them? And now you see my conundrum. No, I don't. I see that you're someone who has lofty ambitions and some sort of pseudo-religion, as I have explained, that does form around these kinds of diseases. You want to justify why you murdered those people, or justify why you want to have this feeling of power over people. Hmm. It sounds hmm. like, to me, Mark... Doctor. Yes? Say I hold this power over people. Not once have I tried to escape. Not once have I tried to use this power over you. Regrettably, I have on others in the past. It upsets me. What if I were to tell you that it's not just physical? How do you mean? Perhaps a demonstration? Very well. I'll turn to uh, big number one. Pretty much mm -hmm. big. Alright. Go. Hey big, I kinda got some questions I gotta ask you. He just stares so, at you. You seem pretty professional. I'd imagine you keep your firearms up to date, well-maintained, make sure no jams ever occur. He just stares at you. What if I were to give you an opportunity? Choose a weapon of yours and test it. Not on me or anything, just to see that it works. And then try to use it on me. The doctor simply goes, no. Hmm. Nice try. Your kind tend to get suicidal in these places. Oh no, I'm not trying to kill myself. I want to show that by simply snapping my fingers, I can jam his weapon. You can give it a try. Do you have the darts? Yeah. Aim for his leg. Tell us when you're ready, Mark. Okay. And roll and willpower, so... difficulty seven. Okay, two. Click, click. Ah, we're used to sufferers like you having some sort of mass hypnosis. Mass hypnosis? Yes, we've seen one of you hypnotize himself into believing he couldn't see be seen, and thus created a mass hysteria. That's why we've had to remove reflective surfaces. This is the same thing. You've hypnotized us into thinking that gun can't fire. Hmm. Well, certainly. That's perfectly plausible explanation. That was a cute trick, 24, but it is something we have seen before. We want to take mm. you back to your room now. We have more tests tomorrow. Okay. And you were taken back to your room. 
and you will be taken to I'll kind of start kind of lightly whistling, but I want this whistling to get like the attention of weaver spirits. Okay. And see if I could get some weaver spirits to uh just hang around my cell. Just nothing much. Just kind of like, oh, hey guys, I could talk to you. Like, you know, come hang out well, here. It's cool. You would ha- How would you talk to them across the gauntlet? Across the gauntlet? They're in the Umbra. They're in the Umbra. How are you going to reach across the gauntlet from the physical world into the Umbra? The gauntlet is the thing that prevents yeah, you from separates, just Yeah, prevents. Not necessarily I want them to come through the gauntlet. So I do have the right of summoning. Yes, you would have to do something like that. Yeah. So, okay, so how about... Hmm. I'm sure there's some way I could still perform the right, even while restrained. Well, you're no, longer restra- you're no longer restrained on the bed. They oh, I'm you... no longer restrained on the bed? That was only for the first few nights. They okay. let you walk around. It's just that your room is very cramped. Like, okay. it's, it's a... Um, it's like a seven by seven foot room. Okay. So what I'm going to do is Mark's going to start like kind of walking around just a little bit. Not necessarily looking anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of walking around. Kind of more like, well, I might as well just walk around kind of physicality to him. You know, just his body mm-hmm. language. And he'll start just kind of doing squats. You know, kind of like stretching, but kind of say aloud to himself, it's like, uh, those electrodes hurt. Ugh. And then I'll kind of say to myself out loud, well, Mark will rather kind of say, well, I'm sure they're not going to give me a gym, so I might as well do some calisthenics. And I'll start out with some push-ups. Okay. And then when I get from the push-ups... I'll kind of look around the room as if I'm trying to gauge if I could get a little bit of cardio in. Mm-hmm. And I'll start, like, walking around. But in my walking around, I'm trying to, like, make, like, I'm scraping, like, my foot. Not, like, I'm just kind of dragging my foot mm-hmm. as I'm doing this. And I'm trying to make, like, Garu symbols just through my walking around. Okay. And whatnot. Trying to perform that rite of summoning. I will give you a bonus die. It is... Okay. So the first part of this is you have to roll your Gnosis. Difficulty 9. Okay. To reach across Whew. the gauntlet, because it's a science lab. Yep. Guy, be with me. No! Guy was not with you. Guy was not with me. <laughs> you try. You keep going. Almost to the and point where your foot starts getting numb. Like, and then I'll just switch. I'll go to, like, sit-ups. Okay. And then I'll just, I'll kind of knock on the door. And I'll go, hey, can I get some water? As you hear one of them going, yeah, we'll get you some water. Cool, thanks, man. They, they get you some water in a plastic cup, but... Of course. It looks like you're going to be here a while. Entrapped you are. No problem. At least until Fomori's Bane shows up, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So pretty much, I want to end with kind of the, this is Mark's plan now. 
what he's going to do is he's just going to sit tight and during his workouts Mm -hmm. he's gonna try to repeat it but not try to make it like where wow this is like a pattern we see on the cameras you know kind Mm -hmm. of stuff like that he's doing the exact same thing during the exact same time yeah yeah, yeah. kind of stuff like that he wants to portray it as he's just trying to you know not be bored yeah yeah and and uh he's trying to give the guys of he doesn't want to seem needy he's just trying to be cooperative Mm mm-hmm and that's why he's not asking for like, hey, can I get this? Hey, can I get this? Hey, yeah. can I get this? But we will find out when Mark can finally summon a spirit successfully next time. Oh, oh dude. Thank you to everyone who listened. We will catch you in our next episode. Mark will return in the main game very soon. Oh, it's great to be back, guys. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, really appreciate it. Knowing that there are people out there listening to us gives us more encouragement to do this and to do it better every time. Like, share, subscribe, especially if you made it to however long this is going to give you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.